0: So do you, should we put Keller at the beginning or the end? Because I don't... Well, I don't because I want people to hear the interview,
1: but most people will probably tune out if we start talking in the beginning, because we'll probably end up saying stupid stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say, like, a bunch of, like, really immature stuff and then say, oh, by the way, here's Clayton Keller.
1: Yeah, we should just start off with Keller, uh, and then we
0: just talk afterwards. Yeah, because we're always talking about, like... Like, ass cheese. Something, yeah,
1: something it's below weird. the belt.
0: Yeah, something that wouldn't be out loud on TV during the day. Yeah. So let's just do Keller, like, welcome to Wet what Jeans, whatever, uh, blah, 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 here's Clayton Keller, and then everyone will listen to the interview, and then they'll and just then we, turn it off. And then we can start talking about, like, farts and stuff afterwards. Yeah, let's just do that. So let's just, do you want to just, from the jump, like, right now, just introduce him, or? Yeah. Alright, do you want me to do it? You're better at that. No, you, do you want me to do it? You do it because yeah how do you want me to do it just sort of say, say just say uh
1: thanks for ju- wet jeans episode 30 thanks for joining we have Clayton Keller on the line and then just kind of, say it just like that just kind of you fart right into it yeah
0: can you say can you say that
1: again so it's just like it's like you just say thank welcome to episode welcome to episode, thir- welcome to episode, this 30, is episode 30 of wet jeans of wet jeans thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in, in. Uh, we have Clayton Keller on the line. We have Clayton Keller on the line today. Arizona uh, Coyotes forward. Uh, what else? And then just probably just drive just right into it. Just get into and, just it, Just plow right? right into it, yeah. All right.
0: We have Kate, like, say it now? Yeah, go now. Okay. And go. we'll go action. Welcome to episode 30 of Wet Jeans. Uh, we're still here doing this, I guess. Um, people keep listening. We keep, we, we'll keep saying something. Yeah. Um... Today, we have a special guest on the show, Clayton Keller, Arizona Coyotes. You might have heard of him. He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, So, we're just going to get right into the interview here, and uh, like how the fuck do I send Just say, uh, we got him on the line, so just say, Clayton, thanks for joining. And Clayton,
1: thanks for joining us. Thanks for your best. All right. Love this. I love this. I love love this
0: podcast. My name's Clayton
1: Keller. I love this podcast.
0: Clayton, you were born in the St. Louis area, which um, they haven't won a championship yet. But actually, wait, they did. Yeah, we wrote that question. We wrote that two months ago. This is one of the stickiest cities in the country humidity wise. Do you think that contributed to your conditioning and agility? Like was exercising outside kind of like working out in a bowl of hummus? Like what did you train there? Like when did you move for hockey? Like how long were you there? I grew up playing in in the St. Louis
2: area, and um, when I was about 14, I actually moved away from home and went to prep school, and then I went to the U.S. program for two years um, there. So yeah, I would say the humidity definitely helped condition me um, in the long run.
0: What what prep school?
2: I went to Shattuck, St. Mary's for two years, and then I went to Pioneer High School um, for my junior and senior year to play
0: for the u.s program so wait like so at the program in u18 according to the internet you had 62 games played 107 points like did it ever cross your mind that you might be in the wrong division like since it was so easy like did you ever look around confused and be like yo like like what planet am i on like you had 107 points like did you consider playing as a right shot to make it a little more hard like because it was clearly like really easy (laughs)
2: uh no i wanted to you know win a gold medal there and and get as many points as i could um obviously um the guy before me austin matthews had uh, a pretty good year i think he had like 116 or something so i guess you could say i was chasing him a little bit but i had really good line mates and uh they made it easy for me
0: who'd you play with by the way i actually don't know this I
1: played with Joey Anderson
2: and Kiefer Bellows.
1: So in terms of switching over to life in the NHL, you're like you're always traveling, you're always staying in hotels. I was just curious, do you guys have to pay for your own flights and your own hotel fare, or is that provided by uh, your the team you play for? And do you get bonus miles for, like I'm assuming you have the Capital One card where you get 5% five cash back on all travel rewards. So I was just curious, like do you guys, so do you guys pay for that or do they –
2: So, yeah, um, we're lucky enough to have our own plane um, in the NHL. And um, so, any type of road trip that we go to um, is all paid for. And, um, you know, it's an unbelievable um, experience just being on that plane and just realizing how lucky you are to. to to be able to get to do that and um so they make it really easy for us and
1: so do um assuming you guys share a room do you get to choose who you share a room with and like is there anyone that you just hate sharing a room with like i know i've heard rumors about fisher how his like feet stink and stuff so like do you guys get to choose who you stay with
2: yeah, so you actually, uh, you have a roommate um, until you're off your entry-level contract, so um, we had a lot of rookies the last two years, um, but I mainly was roommates with, um, my first year I was with Max, uh, Max me a lot, and uh, Christian Dvorak, and then last year I was with um, Jacob Chickren a lot, and um, Christian Fisher a little bit, but I mean, Oh, also Lawson Cross. So how could I forget? But uh, most most guys were uh, were pretty easy to room with. Like Fish likes to keep the AC at like fifty five when we're in. Like- That's
0: insane, fifty uh, yeah. five. <laughs> I don't know if
2: it's fifty five, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. He makes it really cold, and I'm not a huge fan of that. When I have like a cold or something, he's he loves having the room really cold. I mean, I like it cold, but you know, not. To that extent.
0: yeah that's just insane like i feel like i would just wake up and like beat the bag out of my roommate if it was at 55 but is it true that a lot of like reporters and blogs are speculating that like christian fisher is really bad at Fortnite? like i know there's a kind of a Fortnite epidemic in the nhl and guys weren't focusing or whatever but is it true that he's like really bad like i heard he doesn't even have like a win
2: <laughs> yeah um we played a decent amount um, last year in the summer uh, together, and yeah, he was not very good. He was, uh, you know, he just, he, he just kind of carried, like, the, the minigun around, and would go down every time and take all
0: the healing and stuff like that so yeah he's he's pretty bad but i'm just gonna stay on the fisher topic here like i see a lot of guys like when the coyotes post the instagram you guys are on road trips like a lot of guys like have pretty decent drip like i see you with the louis bag i see a lot of other guys with some designer stuff like what what is with christian fisher and like his jansport backpacks like it's every time and i know that canauten is with colorado now but him too like Those guys are walking around with like H&M backpacks and even Richard's saying like, I don't understand, like, have you ever felt the need to stand up on the plane and be like, guys, like, we need to drip way harder than this. It's embarrassing. Like, what do you kind of, did you buy designer luggage right away or like, what's the deal with that? Is
1: that where a captain steps in and says something or is that a coach thing or do you just take it upon yourself to say, hey, we need some Givenchy on this plane? Like, how do you go about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess everyone has their has a different taste, and um I don't know. I happen to like the designer brands a little bit, but um yeah, Fish definitely has the worst. The worst <laughs> it's easy for me to pick on him because he's my roommate, but no, he's, he's he's got his own style. He doesn't uh he doesn't care for fashion. And that's and that's fine with me. I never I don't trip him too hard about it actually, and. Um, that's just how he is. He's, he's not big in fashion, but um, living with him, I've you know told him maybe to get some a new pair of shoes or something because he's worn the same ones for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we were just
1: uh, doing a ton of research. Uh, we're big uh, stats guys, and so according to Wikipedia, your father is an accountant. And does he, does he do your taxes? And if so, would be be able to see him, Just like see all your numbers and stuff like that.
0: Like we're trying to collect people's tax returns. Uh, yeah. Two part question. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, so my agent actually takes care of, um, all of my taxes, but, uh, my dad still does look it over because, um, that is what he does. So, um, it's usually just goes to my agent and then I'm lucky enough to, you know, have them take care of me in that aspect. And, um, so I don't have to worry about anything like that. So, um, I don't yeah. really know too much about it, to be honest, but, uh, I know that I'm in good hands with, uh, my agent and, and my father.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, because Andy and I, like, we're starting to get sponsorships, and like, people are kind of coming at us with a lot of money, and we don't really know what to do with it, so we just keep spending it in Scottsdale, and, like, we haven't paid any taxes, so I don't know if we're going to get caught, or, like, I really don't know.
1: Taxes are optional now, I think. Are they? Yeah.
0: Anyway, did you ever, like, consider being an accountant or something like that? Was it always hockey? Like, obviously, an accountant, like, you have a great 401k, it's reliable, Um, you get a couple vacations a year, like, or was it just all hockey, because it's kind of, like, with the NHL guys, it's all in, it's kind of risky, I guess, like, sometimes if you get, if you get caught or whatever, or was it just hockey from the jump, like, is that what you wanted to do?
2: Um, Yeah, so, it was hockey 24-7, ever since I was, you know, four years old, that's what I wanted to do, and um, every day I got better and, and worked really hard at it, and it was just a lot of fun, and um, when you're younger, you know, you're not thinking of much. You're just playing. You're having fun with your buddies. And um, so there's nothing ever really that crossed my mind other than playing hockey. Um, so I'm just so lucky and fortunate to, to be at the level of that and um, continuing to, you know, get better um, each and every day. Oh, yeah.
1: And then uh, so so kind of life in Arizona playing uh, hockey here. Do you ever get a so, – so for anyone that knows – sort of the ge- uh, geography of Arizona. Do you ever get annoyed by the crazy long commute to the ring from where you live? Like, like do you ever get so bored you just start putting your equipment on and getting dressed in the car? Cuz like I, that commute is insane. I've been to a few games and it's just like it's like 55 minutes. Like I I would be a home dresser for sure and so I was just curious like how bored do you get making that 55-hour commute to the rink every day?
2: You know, it's it's not too bad actually. Um I've I've gotten used to it and me yeah, I'm used to it now. A lot of guys actually get uh, day rooms um, right across the street. Um, oh nice. So so guys will you know go for morning skate and then uh, eat their. We have our pregame meal at the rink, which is really good. And so guys will just do that and then go to the hotel, take a nap, and then and then you're ready to you're ready to go to the game. And you don't have to drive as far. So everyone's a little bit different, and um, so it's it's not bad at all.
0: Yeah, we're we're also going during uh, rush hour. Didn't think yeah, about Andy. True. Well, they, they go
1: to the, they get to the rink the same time we do. No, they don't. Yeah,
0: they get there like five hours early. You no. just said they get day rooms.
1: Yeah, but they probably get there as soon. We as We get park
0: there park. an hour before the game. Yeah, and we drink tequila. Yeah, but it's they, completely they get, different. A lot of players get there and puck drop. That's not true. I'm punctured it. Oh, I have a question real quick. Wait, sources? I have like really inside undercover sources that tell me that I don't know if this is true. I don't want to give it away. Might have to cut this out. Johnerson has a absolute murdered out tesla which kind of like speaks to his character to me like he loves the environment but he's also like really tough hence like the black rims and stuff like is this true like what kind of example is he setting in the room because he blocks like seven million shots a year yeah uh
2: he's an awesome guy um obviously he had a ton of success uh with chicago and winning those stanley cups so just to have him on our team just helps us so much with His experience, like you said, he blocks shots with you know, with his, he'll block a shot with his face. I mean, one game against Washington, he took like three Ovechkin one timers on the power play um, and blocked them. No, Jesus Christ, it was, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool to watch that um, and see like how committed and how hard that he works every single game. Um, And yes, he does have a really nice Tesla. Uh, So is, Is playing in Arizona Arizona, Speaking of Arizona, we're gonna leave
0: it on Arizona.
1: Yeah. Uh, is playing in Arizona difficult on your diet? Because I know there's a ton of Mexican food here and just half of it just runs right through me personally. And I'm not the one skating on white ice in the NHL. So I'm just curious, like, how much does the diet in Arizona affect you like diarrhea-wise?
0: You (laughs) know
2: what? um I'm, i actually eat pretty healthy so i can't tell you the last time i went somewhere and got mexican food to be honest i've um you know always ate healthy and you know with our schedule and how hard it is in our bodies you need to put the right foods in and um to, to be at your best uh, every single night and um so that's
0: not really an issue for me. Yeah, because Andy craps his pants like <laughs> once a month at least. Because but they have like sprouts and Whole Foods That's around true. here. Like,
1: but like you like in their you frequent the the what do you call it? The In and Out a lot. And oh, I go a, to In and Out. In and Out's like, like, a West Coast, uh West Coast. Yeah, fast but it's food natural.
0: Team. He's not eating In and Out. You think Clayton Keller's eating fucking In and Out yeah, every day? now. not every day. Not even Isn't not it? game days. All right, speaking of Mexican food, uh, let's get into LeBron James. Like a lot of people like LeBron. I actually personally. Like LeBron. Like, I, I am a LeBron fan. Andy hates LeBron because – basically because he's from Boston and they hate all – I don't hate him. I just
1: I, – I think he's kind of annoying. So I was just kind of like we – Yeah, were but you would be
0: annoying too. If I was that He's good. the best I'm, athlete in the world and he's like I'm the LeBron James of
1: podcasting.
0: Okay. What, what – uh, I know you like LeBron James. Like, what do you like about him and why – like, I just want to hear you say – like, why – Andy hates him for no reason. I just want to hear, like, why are you a fan?
2: Yeah. I love LeBron James. I mean, he's, um, like you said, the best athlete in the world, I think. And Me um, too. just everyone hates him for no reason. I mean, it's yep. this guy, I mean, he made a school it cost him whatever, a couple million dollars and, you know, helped, helped all those kids out in Cleveland. He brought a championship back to Cleveland and, um, just, he's, uh, inspiration. I mean, he's, uh, he's so fun to watch and, um, especially in the playoffs. I mean, whatever, seven or eight straight finals, like that's that's not a fluke. That's, that's uh, pretty special um, in my eyes. So um, I just love watching him play and uh, just seeing everything that he does off the court. You've never heard anything bad about him. He's Like you said, he's perfect. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what, what I'm saying. I agree with like off the court, he's a great guy. Dude, I'm
0: eight like. straight finals and you'll be like, oh, he lost five of them. He's been to eight of them. Yeah, we're
1: all. So have you ever have you ever thought have you ever texted like someone like Austin Matthews and like uh, Panarin and I don't know like some other really great players and just said hey we should all go to the same team and just like create a powerhouse like do you guys ever take because I know that's like the new thing in the NBA I was just curious if you ever like hit some boys up across in like different conferences and whatever and just say hey let's just go to let's go down to Tampa and just tear it up. <laughs>
2: I don't think it's as easy as it is in, uh, in the NHL as it is in the, the NBA, but um, actually a funny story. When we are at the U.S. program, um, the U-18s, uh, uh, so the team um, that was so Austin's team, um, when I was on the U-17s anyways, they they all talked about how they actually wanted to go to ASU and uh, create like a, a, super, a
0: super team there. I oh, I like, wonder that why. A super, that's a true story. <laughs> One of my good... Uh, childhood friends that I
2: grew up playing hockey with actually plays at ASU so um he was actually at the Quebec P V tournament which is uh, you know like a three-week tournament or whatever yeah. and you back and you go stay with a bill of family or whatever mm-hmm. he was my roommate um when I when we were really young and so I still keep in touch with him and he he plays on the team um at ASU so um anytime I get to see him it's a good time he's a he's an awesome kid and back then i was you know scared of being away of my parents
0: probably and, and he took care of me yeah, yeah we're, we're having uh greg powers come on next week actually he's like i don't know how he did it i really don't i don't get how he did it but he deserves all like since life is completely about money he deserves all the money he gets for doing that to program but anyway yeah. uh i don't
1: know if you keep up to date with like uh social media and that stuff but Uh, There's been a ton of talk about what's going on at uh, Area 51 in Nevada. And I was just curious, like, do you think the government is hiding aliens at Area 51?
2: Um, To be honest, I have no clue. I'm sure there's something, but that's out of my pay grade.
1: (laughs) One last question. One last question. one last question here. This This one's going to be a serious NHL question. Uh, So if you could change... Any rule in the NHL, what would it be? Because for me personally, I don't like the the high-sticking rule where if a player bleeds, it's four minutes. I think that's kind of ridiculous. Just some players bleed easier than others. I think it should be like if the player starts crying, then it would be four minutes because that shows that he actually hit him pretty hard. So I'm curious if you could change any rule in the NHL, what it would be.
2: That's a tough one. Maybe offsides or um
1: making the nets bigger. Ooh, like soccer size.
2: Anything to like increase scoring, you know, cuz that's what people want to see and um you know, I happen to love love to score goals, so Oh, that's um, true. I mean making the making the nets a little bit bigger or making uh, no offsides just, you know, you could stretch the zone a little quicker.
0: Just roller hockey kids. That, dude, the <laughs> rink is like too small for nowadays. I swear to God. Yeah, like, every L- time, Olympic size. That's so wide though. I don't know. That, yeah, I
1: used to play on it in high school.
0: And oh, I was, yeah, I remember. You, I was were, so you fast. were sick. I was unreal. Um. Yeah, the rink. I don't know. I also agree. Like, if you're going to make a four minute penalty for bleeding, like, they have to have dermatology. I think all the refs should have their dermatology degree. And then, like, determine how sensitive someone's skin is. Because yeah. that's just not fair. You think Rado, Radko Gudis is going to bleed if you high-stick him? No. No, not a chance. And his if skin's, you, like, made out of... If wood. you high-stick a Huberto, he's going to bleed. Yeah. Radko Gudis is not going to bleed. You could take a chainsaw to his head, that's right? Like, you know, like, 100%. <laughs> all right, well, anyway. <laughs> I think
2: the Olympic... I'll answer the Olympic ice thing. I mean, I've played overseas uh, quite a bit, um, you know, with, with the bigger ice. And, like... Um, when I was at the the worlds, I mean, like there's more space definitely, but um, like you still have to like you know get the puck in the inside, like you still have to have someone in front of that, or else it's just like a possession game, like one team's passing it around, you know, or else it's kind of boring. So that's why I kind of do like the NHL ice better, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think it'll be sure. it would end up like lacrosse, like which is the fastest growing sport in the past fifty years, but it's like <laughs> it's just not growing. Um, all right, that's Clayton carrot. Oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> Try it Can again. you say
1: it? Uh, that's uh, thank you very much for uh, sitting down and ch- I don't know if you're sitting down, but thank you, thank you very much for chatting with us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Awesome.
0: All right, that was Clayton Keller, Arizona Cody's, and we are back into episode thirty. Episode thirty of WJ. Episode thirty. I'm Jack Edwards. Oh my God, Patrice Bergeron.
1: I can't. We've been doing this for three decades. Yeah, it's just. Waiting. I was a young
0: boy when we started this. Oh, I was an NBA young boy. Tweet that. I was getting milk from places that I don't want to say on here right now when we started this podcast.
1: There's only two places. There's only like three places you can get milk from. From a human or in general? Just in general. What, what the, are they? There's uh, the grocery store, nuts, and boobs. I think we've went over this. Why? How do you get milk from nuts? I think you, you I don't, I don't know. Well, because what's inside, like, a? The, <laughs> what's inside human nuts? It's it's, it's white, white. Oh, stuff. you meant our nuts? No, but I'm saying it's, there's sort, you have to draw the parallels. Like almond nuts. Yeah, like almond.
0: I don't know, I don't know. I don't get how you get a, like, there's almond milk, right? Yeah. But an almond doesn't have any titties. So how, That's true. I don't understand where the milk is coming from. Is it like, kind of like a. Like a Boy Scout thing, like you rub the yeah, it's like when you, uh, Boy the Scout sticks Firestar together. Thing. Yeah. But you rub the almonds together and milk comes out. I don't know. Why
1: don't Boy Scouts sc- sell cookies? I've always wondered that. That's a really good question, and I'm not sure why. That's like one market where the where the females have a
0: complete monopoly on it. There's
1: no Boy Scout cookies.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think the Girl Scout, I mean that's some that's an equality thing that's
1: no, yeah, just guess, way above
0: my head. I don't get paid enough to figure that out.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just this new world. I mean, we're out here smoking cigarettes. Wait, what do, do Boy Scouts sell anything? Like, why? No, Actually, they just, think they about it. They just tie, like, they just go out in the woods and tie knots and then wear, like, tan jackets. Like, those that those tan stupid uniforms that they wear with those stupid hats. Why are the Boy Scouts
0: and Girl Scouts still a thing?
1: I don't know. I feel like it's just, you gotta end
0: that. Yeah, it's a little that, weird. because those
1: skills don't really apply anymore. Like, if you're ever in a situation where you need to tie a knot...
0: Like it's usually, what he, it's usually, you know, not it, good. It, yeah,
1: no pun intended, not good. K N O T, Ah, nice. Slipknot. That was dirty. Actually, maybe those those skills will become more applicable when he, uh, the Earth becomes a desolate wasteland. But that's not even yeah. going to be like you don't need at the, at that point. You
0: don't even need those skills anywhere. There's a situation where you have an adult with a bunch of little boys in the woods. You're just asking. It's for a little trouble. weird. You're
1: asking for trouble.
0: Yeah, you're asking for for something.
1: Yeah. But uh you know, I just we're evolving. I think the boy scouts boy scouts should be playing video games and stuff.
0: Yeah. But I think they just need to remove like cuz who's the adult figure in that? I think anyone that what volunteers- I'm trying to stay here without being controversial is that any organization that has like one adult at the helm and like there's a bunch of young boys. It's usually a bad situation. Yeah. I don't want to get any deeper than that because we do have a guest on today. We have to watch our mouth. I, just, I, I also just don't trust uh, people that
1: volunteer in general. Because when you volunteer, people always, when people do good things, they're all, they, all, they always have an ulterior motive. There's
0: always what. a bad mo- motive. Yeah. Like people don't just do nice things.
1: Like people, If people donate to charity, they're going to tell someone about it. They're going to make sure that other people know because the best part about donating is being recognized for it. And so people praise yeah. you. It's
0: usually for their benefit. Yeah. It's like when someone donates to a college and they get their name on the building. They donated. They don't care about the education. Yeah. They don't care about the kids like when smoking vapes in the back of the class. They just want their name on the building because yeah. they're power hungry.
1: That's true. Like that's like
0: yeah. You like the what's it called? The business school at ASU.
1: The W P Carey. W P Mary. W the P w Carey. K- Jim. The Jim. Carrey Jim Carey. Jim Carey School went of Business. School of Business. Yeah. Uh, you like why couldn't you just donate the money and then just chill? And like not have anonymously, yeah,
0: because they want clout. That's true. People do anything.
1: People do anything for clout. People vape for clout. You have kids running around these days smoking uh,
0: electronic cigarettes. Yeah, did you hear about that? What were you telling me earlier? I couldn't hear you because my I I can't say that. Like some kid had like a huge stroke
1: because he was just like ripping a Juul like nonstop every day.
0: What do you think is gonna happen? I know two kids at Juul. And they're they almost non-stop. 30. Yeah, stop doing that. Just, you are the new cigarette smoker. you yeah. really. like ha, like that's just what it is. There was like a there was a time where there's uh, a certain
1: uh, area of time where people legitimately didn't know that cigarettes were bad for you, so, and then like they started getting like people started getting sick from them and whatnot. And I kind of had like a uh, a soft spot for that. Yeah. But now we're getting to the point where like there's no way you
0: can't know that this is going to have a negative effect. Like, inhaling any smoke in your body is going to be bad yeah. for you. And I'll do it when I'm drunk without a doubt, but if you're like craving a jewel like that <sighs> you can charge a jewel in an Xbox and that
1: should be the first sign that what you're putting in what you're inhaling is bad for you. And that kid what? He got a lot of sh- a lot of bad things happened to him. Yeah, what he happened- like lost like half his vision and shit. He had a massive stroke. He was only he's only like 22. He can't talk anymore. The most insane thing is that he's He they're suing Jewel. Jewel should be if I'm the defense on Jewel Jewel Company. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, they're
0: just Jewel. Yeah, it's a tobacco company.
1: Yeah, I would just say, listen, we've never you gotta use your brain. We've never said that Jewel is going to be good for you. Right, you're the one that's uh, inhaling something that plugs into a wall. Your
0: stupid kid is intentionally smoking out of this USB. Yeah, he deserves to get half of his eyesight missing. Yeah, yeah, it's the you're an idiot. It's, it's really that
1: simple. It's the same, th- it's the same thing as cigarettes. It's like, it's like regular gas cars compared to like a Tesla. If you're driving like a maniac in a gas car and you crash, that's your fault. If you do the same thing in an electric car and you crash, it's just still your fault. Like just because it's just like electronic, like you have to expect the same repercussions.
0: You know what I would do if I was Jewel? I would counter sue the parents and I would say, Your Honor, this kid is named Ethan. He's wearing a Fox racing hoodie. He was doomed from the start. He was going to get hurt smoking a jewel or riding on a dirt bike. Take your pick. These are just 2019 cigarettes. Yeah, they're just like... Yeah, they're the same thing. They're just future cigarettes. I love how companies have this big urge to get people to smoke things. Like, that truth company who says like... Well, remember how they would well, like, they're, say... They're like, they're like anti-smoke, right? Yeah they're, yeah. they're only alive because everyone wants so much smoke. Yeah.
1: The most... Human, basic human nature is wanting to inhale smoke into your lungs. Why also, is that? Those truth, those truth commercials actually stressed me out because they were so, they used to use like heavy dubstep in their commercials and after I'd be like, fuck, now I want a cigarette because I need to calm down. Yeah. So they were, they kind of counterworked on me, but I didn't, I don't smoke because, uh, i
0: like, I don't know. I'm an adult. You know, it's really crazy. The dual company says they are the smoking alternative, but... It's, but it, ha- but it has, uh, smoke. but it's because it's,
2: yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's not. Yeah, it's just a different kind of smoke. But it's not. Yeah, is it different kind of smoke?
1: Yeah, their slogan should just be like should just be just as bad as cigarettes. But um, uh, you look way
0: cooler. Yeah, you look like cooler. You'll probably stink less. Like it probably, it probably doesn't ruin your teeth. You get your fingers wet. Uh Never mind. Got to cut that. I don't know how to be myself because when we have a guest come on, like we have to keep the episode like kind of clean. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. What do we talk about? Make fun of Rob Deerdick or something? I don't know what to do. What do you think? What do you think is going on in Rob Deerdick's Fear Factory
1: right now? Wait, it's not Fear Factory. What's it called Rob Fan- Deerdick's Fantasy, 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 Fantasy Factory? Factory Fear because... Factor was that show, that other show. Yeah. yeah. What do you think he has? What do you? Think? I bet you Rob Deerdick jewels.
0: I guarantee it. Yeah. He I mean, dresses he still wears. He, he, d- still wears DC. he still wears DC. What does DC stand for anyway? I know it's a skateboarding thing. I think, it's, I think it stands for Dick Cum. Dick Come. Yeah. That's weird. That, that oh, that makes sense because Rob Deerdick, I don't know if this is true, but according to this thing I read, he wears a DC shoe as a condom. Really? Yeah. What size? <laughs> <laughs> that really gives me hope. If Rob Deerdick can stay on the air, yeah, and have a show that's not funny for years, and like we could, we can easily become billionaires off this. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's going to be easy. Is the is the Fantasy Factory still up and running? Uh, I was going to say – well, it was down for a little while because the guy, Big Black, was dead in it and they had to drag him out, and he's really heavy. Oh, yeah, you're you gotta right. Got to cut that out. Um, what is Rob Dyrdek doing in that fantasy factory? I think that's I – mean,
1: obviously shady
0: shit. Nothing ever
1: – like it's all – nothing ever good happens in an all-concrete building.
0: It's weird that we're concerned about immigrants on the border in – The Like, these people are, they're seeking asylum, right? Like, they're not bad people, necessarily. I think a lot of Americans, I'm really, this is not a political podcast, we're an NHL podcast, but a lot of people are under the impression that all those people that are, like, stuck at the border are, like, criminals, but they're not. They're, like, trying to go somewhere better. Why are we worried about that, and why are we not worried about, sorry, let me rephrase this. Why are we worried about keeping those people out, and why are we... Not worried about what's going on inside Rob Deerdick's fantasy yeah. factory for children. It, this is one of those things that we're that's gonna
1: have to. I, I think there's some shady shit. Some like, yeah, some, some R Kelly type shit where he's holding people hostage. I don't think he's doing anything sexual, but I think he's just like making people do like kick flips at gunpoint and stuff
0: like. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think they're put, playing like duck, duck, goose in there, like weird things, like yeah. weird '90s kids. Yeah, things. like maybe nothing illegal, but stuff that we should probably. But also,
1: like, it's a, it's a bit strange.
0: Yeah, because he's an adult with this big concrete building and no one knows what, and, and the, no one the windows are tinted. You yeah. can't see in.
1: It's more, it's more, uh,
0: it's more secured than, uh, Area 51. Yeah, you can't, it's like the White House. You can stand outside of it, but you can't go in. What yeah. exactly is Rob Deardick doing in
1: there? Yeah, Rob, what, is Rob what are Dyrdek- you doing in there, Rob? Just wearing DC as a 45 year old man. Like that, his stupid show
0: ridiculousness. So bad. He scammed me too, by the way. What do you mean? He bought a video clip off me, and it was they just never paid, and I was like, "Yo, like, what's up?" And then his rep or whatever was like, "Yeah, well, we ended up not using it, but in the contract it said they were going to pay me." In yeah, October, you do have to pay you. You can't just write things in the contract and then just say, "Well, no." Yeah, he to so fuck you, Rob Deirda. What was the video of? It was uh some some kid was passed out in Scottsdale and some girl was like slamming her ass on Oh, his I head. was there that day. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they bought that clip off me and just didn't pay because they said, "Oh yeah, well we decided not to use it." But I signed a contract with like my information and everything. It's just kind of sketchy. Like, now now my personal information is inside Rob Dierdick's fancy factory yeah. and I don't, no compensation for me. I think I might I think I might call JD Wentworth and get Your, get a lawyer on the phone. Yeah.
1: Call some yeah. JG Wentworth, eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven ass now.
0: We should get Rob Dyrdek on the podcast and just absolutely blindside him and yeah. just call him out, just berate him, just berate him. What's going on in this fantasy factory, you idiot?
1: Who, who's in there? I bet you like Ryan Sheckler's I in there. I bet it's people we you think are dead. Things. Like I bet David Bowie's in there. I bet it's yeah. people that we think are dead that aren't, and they're and he's holding them hostage.
0: Speaking of people, speaking of Rob Dyrdek holding people hostage, um. We want to make some, some merch, but we don't know what you guys want. People have been hitting us up, but we don't know if you guys want t shirts, hats, backwards dongs, Yeah, Don- yeah. Uh, condams. Con- uh, yeah, just let Band-aids. us know. Follow us on Instagram at wetjeanspodcast Wet
1: for- Jeans Podcast. Wet Jeans Invisalign. Ooh! It says Wet Jeans Across the Teeth. Tweet that.
0: Um, what else do we have to say? Oh, let us know if you want an extra episode a week. I mean, we're gonna make you pay. Yeah, like you have to pay for it. Like everything else, we're not doing, we're not this. doing this for. Wait, we're not doing this for the love of the game. How long do you assholes think we're gonna do this for free for? We're yeah. in, we're in it for the money. Yeah, like everything else. There's no other reason why I'd do anything. Family and friends are temporary, but money is forever. Tweet that.